0: Hey there, folks. Trustworthy fat Kev Smith. Before we start casting the pods, man, let me try to sell you something first. Okay. Do you like me? Do you like my friends? Jason Muse, uh, Ralph Garman. Then guess what? We're coming to a town near you, man. Chicago, St. Louis, Atlantic City, San Diego for the Comic Con and Louisville, Kentucky. We're coming your way, man. Come see a Smod Co. Show. Tickets at csmod.com. That's S-E-E-S-M-O-D.com. Now, if you can't come to one of our shows, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to support this two-bit operation? Well, how about you kick back in your home with some family and friends and loved ones and play Monopoly. Jay and Silent Bob strike back Monopoly. That's right, man. You can buy from JayandSilentBob.com, the home of the secret stash, right there online. A signed edition of uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back Monopoly. Me and Muse sign it, man. Jason Muse, Jay himself, me, Silent Bob. Uh, and the parts are real fun, man. They got a little cock knocker, a little fist, a little, uh, a little Suzanne, a little blunt mobile. It's crazy, man. Get your hands on it. You get drunk, get stoned, and play a round of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back Monopoly. Available, signed by me and Jason Muse at jayandsilentbob.com. Now... Here comes your Smodco podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. What's going on, Brain Trust? Ben Glebe here. Podcast about to start. It has been quite a whirlwind, and it's only used for, like, crazy amounts of travel or, like, insane days where you don't sleep. Uh, That's a term that's used for those moments. That's right now. I was in Edmonton two days ago doing six shows at the comic strip. Flew yesterday morning to New York to the Today Show. Did that, then uh, went straight to do the Nobody Likes Onions podcast while I was periscoping the whole time. Follow me on Periscope, I'm periscoping my life, like, constantly. It's pretty awesome of an app. I love how you can live broad- broadcast. Then went straight to work on notes on my stand special that hopefully will be uh, coming at you in the next little bit. We don't have a uh, home for it yet and it will be finished soon, and then we will be taking it out there and hopefully selling it very, very soon. And then went to the Comedy Juice show at Gotham Comedy Club, came back here, give more notes on the special, and then now I am recording the podcast. It is 4.31 a.m. I am in New York City. I am overlooking a gorgeous night sky in New York, buildings in front of me out of my hotel window, and I have to wake up in two and a half hours to go and do New York local TV before flying back to L.A. to do a show in L.A. at the Improv Comedy Juice uh, tomorrow night. Tonight, actually, crazily enough, because it's already very much into Wednesday. Um, so I apologize if the podcast came out a little bit late today, but there was truly no choice. Um, week two of the return of the pod. I'm keeping them coming at you. This is uh, the first example of our newer, tighter, hardier. It's more of a soup word, last week on Earth. And it begins, oh, when? Mm -hmm. How about right about now? What do penises and potholes have in common? Bruce Jenner is becoming a Kardashian. Chinese models pretend to be homeless. Hey, Baltimore, how about a little Baltid-less? Bloods and Crips make a truce, Dr. Oz refuses not to promote bullshit treatments, New Zealand's Prime Minister gets grabby, are aliens real, and a fox makes a sandwich. All this and more during the Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe.
0: Get along,
2: eleven. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no sides. One last week, on last, week on last, week on last week on earth, last
1: week on earth, last week on earth, last week on earth. Yes, it is the truth. I mean, how how could it not be? How, how could I lie about something like that? You can't. The pod's begun. We are already deep in, you know what I mean, doing the do that we do so well, to quote salt and the pepper. Or is that TLC? I never know the difference between those differences because they're the same and yet the same time difference. And I don't know, but we got a lot to discuss and I think that we need to get right it. You know, that's the way that I usually go is, is when there's things to do, then I do them, and that's the way they get done. That's just the way that I've always approached things. That's my style. You know, maybe it's a stylistic choice, but that's the way that um, I go about my life. So if, 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 if I can, if I if, with your permission, um, Dr. Oz Defiant demands we let him keep promoting bullshit, CNN reports. Dr. Mehmet Oz of the Dr. Oz Show, who came under fire by ten prominent doctors he is on the board with at some college I don't care about recently, for, quote, promoting quack treatments and cures in the interest of personal financial gain, told his audience that he will not be silenced. He says, I will not be told to keep quiet for my interest in getting money for myself and promoting bullshit. I won't, you can't stop me, can't stop, won't stop, bitches. This month, he says, we celebrate my 1,000th show, 915 of them, full of complete crap. I know I've irritated some potential allies, he says, in our quest to make America healthy. I might be like people who care about actual treatments and not bullshit. Who knows? And he calls it a freedom of speech issue, um... And uh, I do not, uh, I, I do not think it's freedom of speech. I think it's sort of you're telling people to take like diet pills that don't work, and that's not cool. That is is a coup? No, it's not. But I've said my piece there. Bruce Jenner becoming a woman, what we all speculated and really knew for months and months, has finally been confirmed. He Does a very interesting, revelatory interview with Diane Sawyer, Ms. Diane Sawyer, as I like to refer to her, we had a brief, you know, uh, tryst in an elevator once, not a tryst sexually, but like a conversation that I sprung upon her, that was broadcast on this very podcast in our DNC Democratic Convention episode a couple years ago, lovely woman, um, Bruce Jenner I mean, lovely woman, um, came out there and said that he's always in his heart since he was a kid, knew that he wanted to be a woman, he put on women's clothing since he was a young child. Um, his mom's dresses, his sister's dresses, he hid it from his family, from his ex-wife, from Kris Jenner, he hid it, she then caught him and knew about it and tried to ignore it. Kim Kardashian caught him in a dress once, um, hopefully he wasn't trying on one of her dresses, because there's no way he fell out that booty, okay? Um, and, uh, it was pretty impressive, honestly, my hats are off to him, um, you gotta still call him him, I guess, her, soon, but my hats are off to him because pretty bold and inspiring to be faced with such insane um you know media scrutiny and world attention and be known as this olympic athlete and this total macho man and won the decathlon gold medal in the decathlon for crying out loud and then say i'm actually a woman it was very inspiring to live your life and you know do you and be who you want to be and um He not only spoke about all that confidently, he was, like, legit, like, like, sassy woman. Like, he wasn't, he was all all like, uh, uh, Diane Sawyer was like, a lot of people are skeptical, think this is a publicity stunt. And he goes, okay, okay, Diane, okay, um, I don't think so, Diane. It's like, he's not only becoming a woman, he's becoming a sassy black woman. So, that's extra impressive. You know, quite a transformation. That would be he's like the opposite of Michael Jackson in certain ways. Um, okay, Diane. And, you know, I guarantee you that within two years, Bruce Jenner will reemerge and he will be the hottest Kardashian. Guaranteed. He'll be on magazine covers, breaking the internet. Balancing champagne glasses on his ass like nobody business. He gonna win the gold in balancing champagne glasses on his ass. Okay, Diane. And at the end of the interview, you know, he revealed that this will be his last time giving a public interview until, or even hopefully like appearing much in public until, uh, he reemerges in about a year after all the surgeries fully now as a woman. Um, and, uh, He'd asked for privacy and for people to let him finish that transition in his own way, at his own time, and it struck me, it was, you know, pretty amazing that who knew Britney Spears was so prescient, who knew, who knew, excuse me, who knew that, um, you know, Britney foretold the story of one Bruce Jenner when she sang to us long ago the following... or am I wrong or am I right Uh, that was pretty amazing you know he basically he's not a girl he's not a woman give him some time he's in between stages right now y'all give him some room okay Diane frat hazing sent kid to ICU the Daily Beast reports a former Johnson and Wales student suing Tau Kappa Epsilon for an alleged hazing ritual so brutal and so depraved it ended him in the hospital for a month for a GD month y'all And look, honest, personally, I I was in a fraternity college. I don't get what the big deal is. I mean, how are you going to call someone your brother if they don't almost kill you first? Like, how else are you supposed to bond with another man or a group of men than let them almost kill you? I mean, it seems, seems just like a rite of passage. This kid should, like, just get over the almost being killed by them stuff and just start calling them bro. Seems to me the move. But, you know... Teach their own. Teach their own? First black woman confirmed as attorney general after the third longest confirmation battle in history for an attorney general, the Daily Beast reported. The Senate finally confirmed Loretta Lynch, which is a real gangster name for a black woman to come at us with the attorney general, come back to our nation and be like, yeah, my name is Lynch, okay? Y'all might have done this to my ancestors, and now that is my name, and I'm running shit around here. I like that. I like that very much. Um, he's the nation's new top attorney, the first African-American woman to ever hold a job. Um, Republicans objected to her nomination for many, many, many months and would not allow a vote even to be on her nomination, mostly because she said that she, in hearings that she supported Obama's executive action to defer deportation for undocumented immigrants. Uh, majority leader of, of uh, the House, Mitch Droopy Dog McConnell had held an, held had held up the vote on Lynch's nomination in lieu of a vote on a human trafficking bill. Um, listen, nothing gets done in Congress. Um, she was going to get put in place anyway. They hated Eric Holder worse than her. They wanted Eric Holder out, said he was the worst thing since bad sliced bread, like moldy bread. Let her in. You did it. Finally, something got done. That's exciting news. Just wanted to report it because it's historical. It needs to be discussed. Um... That was a step forward for race for the country this week, but a pretty major step back again. As we talked about last week, on last week, um, there seems to be a rise in the, at least the capturing or the public noticing of police departments, police officers, killing black people who have committed infractions, if any, that are minor and are not worthy of death. Um, This man named Freddie Gray was arrested Um, and was just treated so poorly, dragged around. He had a spinal injury the way they treated him. They were dragging him around on his spine, and he died of his injuries. And this is in Baltimore, Maryland. And all shit broke loose in Baltimore, Maryland after that, as reported in the Baltimore Sun and everywhere. Um, Maryland's National Guard hit the ground on Monday as people all over the city were lighting fires and looting. It was reminiscent very much of the L.A. riots after the Rodney King verdict soundbite of which is in our intro, can't we all just get along? And apparently we still can't. Like 20 years later, we can't all get along. Um, A reporter on the scene even suggested that emergency lines were so busy, 911 operators were not even picking up the phone, which is not what you want to do. 911 people, here's a hot tip. During an emergency, pick up the phones more. Don't go on a non-pick-up-the-phone Krispy Kreme break. Um, Shit's so crazy in... Baltimore, that it's a big gang town, and the Bloods and the Crips, notorious archenemies, have joined forces. They've called a temporary truce, and even took photos together, wearing their red and their blue mixed together, same colors of the Republican and Democratic parties, by the way. Um, Just take note how adversarial those two groups are. Okay, Diane. Um, Guided by the Nation of Islam, they got... They got both of those sides to join forces to protest, and they're walking down the street arm-in-arm. Maryland State Police evacuated 500 officers and requested up to 5,000 officials from neighboring areas, including D.C. and Philadelphia. Um but Interestingly, you know, as often as the case in things like this, the riots become less about the issue itself and a lot more about people wanting to get free shit. Because people were rioting and then looting stores selectively, not all stores, focusing only on stores with desirable merchandise like shoes. So... That is not cool. Um, the mayor, Stephanie Rawlings-Blake, put a one-week curfew in effect from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. That's only after she initially said publicly in a press conference, quote, it's... Well, she late, later said it's idiotic to, to think by destroying your city you're going to make life better for anybody, but that's after she'd earlier said at a press conference, quote, we gave those who wish to destroy space to do that as well, seeming to instruct her officers to give... Rioters, room to riot and destroy buildings. Which is not the way you want to mayor a town. It's kind of like equivalent to not picking up the phone uh, when people are calling 911. That ain't a time to send shit to voicemail. Okay, Diane. Because of these riots and fires and looting, the Orioles, Baltimore Orioles, for the first time I can ever, I, I think in baseball history, their game was canceled to the public, but they were still playing the game and they were playing the Chicago White Sox in an empty stadium. Must have been cool to be in there. For an empty stadium baseball game played in a vacuum? You should honestly open it up to all the fans to see that. Which would then ruin it. I get that. But it still would be cool. Maybe everybody could hide under their seats. I don't know. New Zealand's Prime Minister trying to pull weaves. Okay, Diane? New Zealand Herald reports. Probably going to have to call this episode of the podcast Okay, Diane, by the way. But New Zealand Prime Minister John Key has apologized... To a waitress named in an anonymous article, and I don't know how you name somebody in an anonymous article, but apparently it can be done. Who accused him of pulling her hair and bullying her on several occasions. Quote, it's a familiar cafe he visits regularly with his wife, Bronag. Bronag is his wife's name. And both have a good relationship with those who work there. See, that sounds like a great relationship. Pulling the hair of them and b- bullying them. That's a great relationship. Said of spokesman for the Prime Minister. Quote, his actions were intended to be lighthearted. He yanked on the hair, but he didn't try to, like, rip it out of her head. He just wanted to, like, give it a good old yank, so she fell with her tray full of drinks. Um, he apologized to Prime Minister, Mr. Key, by giving her two bottles of wine. So, that's a pretty shitty gift. You know, step that up next time. Okay, Diane. I mean, fuck. Am I overplaying the okay, Diane? I can pull back on it. SCOTUS split on gay marriage. Huffington Post reports. Members of the Supreme Court questioned on Tuesday whether now is the right time to force states to allow same-sex couples to marry, pointing how quickly public opinion has shifted on the issue of marriage equality. You see, they're going to be deciding in the next couple of months on this case they're hearing arguments for now, and based on their questions, it seems like they are split. Justice Anthony Kennedy, who was a key figure in striking down DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, in 2013, which helped to make uh, gay marriage legal in many ways in many states, or at least not overturned legal gay marriages. Now they're trying to decide whether or not it'll be legal, forced legal, across the entire country. Um, but now he's suggesting that he might be worried about the court moving too quickly to force states to, gar- to Gary May couples and also to marry gay couples. Quote, this definition has been with us for millennia, Kennedy said, of male-female marriages. He also said it would be very difficult for the court to say it knows better than the public on the issue. But yo, bro, the public is already far majority in favor of allowing gay marriages. So there you go. Okay, Diane? The judges are considering two issues during the oral arguments. Specifically, whether states are required to offer marriage licenses to gay couples and whether states will have to recognize same-sex marriages performed outside of their borders. Um, the court will issue one decision in June, covering appeals from four states, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, and Tennessee. And then Chief Justice John Roberts said, quote, you're seeking to change what the institution of marriage is. He said that prior to about a dozen years ago, there was no society to recognize same-sex marriages. So what? Shit changed, dude. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that there have been changes in the institution of marriage for a long time. It used to be a dominant and subordinate, and subor- and subordinate and subordinate relationship. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, Foghorn Leghorning it for a minute there. It used to be a dominant and subordinate relationship, and now it's marriage of equals. She said that same-sex marriage would have to fit into that structure. Uh, Justice Alito stupidly asks, "Did they have same-sex marriage in ancient Greece?" Who give a shit? They ancient and the Greeks were pretty gay. So, even if they didn't legally have the marriage, they would have been into it. He also questioned whether four consenting, highly educated adults, two men and two women, perhaps lawyers, he joked, (laughs) could ask a state to be married. There would be issues then of coercion and consent and family disruption. Okay, can I explain something to you? Allowing two human beings to be in a loving, just two-person relationship, like all of us are entitled to who are straight, is not... A slippery slope to four people getting married, or nine people getting married, or like all the Octomom's kids marrying each other, or to animals marrying fish, marrying people in a crazy, weird, three-way, water, land, animal, human-based marriage. It's none of that, okay? It's just two people who love each other getting married. Why possibly would you stand in the way of that? I mean, it's absurd. 37 states and Washington, D.C. currently recognize same-sex marriage. Inside a Manhattan penthouse this last week, two prominent gay hoteliers, hoteliers? I don't know. Ted Cruz, Republican presidential candidate, reportedly told attendees in that prominent prominent gay hotelier-run penthouse that he wouldn't mind if one of his daughters was a lesbian. Quote, if one of my daughters was gay, I would love them just as much. But Of course, I wouldn't let them get married. I'd love them, but I wouldn't let other people love them is basically his message. Please don't vote for him for president, ever. And this is why, to repeat again a message from last week, ISIS has to be fucking stopped now. Because, just this last week, they stoned, tragically, a gay couple to death, and often throw gay people off of buildings. Okay, we are living in the dark ages still. How on earth are we still stoning gay people? Throwing off buildings? It doesn't make us modern that we have buildings. Civility is determined by whether or not we throw people off of them. Plain and simple, the world needs to crush ISIS right fucking now. How can we not crush them? They have twenty to 30,000 members. We have the entire planet. Crush them immediately. Drone bomb the shit out of all of their strongholds immediately. Get this evil off the earth. That's a lighthearted topic, right? I mean, here in America, we're still not so enlightened or entitled. Either of those options hopefully becoming so. We're definitely more enlightened than those parts of the Middle East, but gay marriage is still not legal across our nation. Because people, I mean, there are people who think they should spend time and energy in their lives fighting to prevent the happiness of others. How bananas is that? Not okay, Diane. That's plain and simple that's not okay, Diane. We saw with the terrible earthquake in Nepal a few days ago that we'll get into more in a minute, that life is short and is fragile. We're lucky for every second that we have. Spend them with your family and friends. Spend them using your fa- family and friend p- family plan phone minutes. You know, in your, f- in your family circle or whatever that stupid ad campaign was. Spend them trying to make the world a better place. Or entertaining people to make them smile. Or helping people. Or just enjoying it with those you care about. Why would you waste another second trying to stand in the way of other people getting a shot at the same happiness you're so lucky and blessed to have? I get to be happy, but you don't get to be happy. Why? Because you love people I don't like. Yeah, if we all love the same person, we'd all be married to one dude. Bruce Jenner. You know, he would men and women alike. Just put a smile on your face and live and let live. Do you, bro? But don't impose your belief system on me. And by me, I mean gay people. Not me. Just a different system, a different way to go about it, that's all. That's like being a Chrome guy and hating someone because they still use Safari. Let people browse however they like. And I'm sorry for that unnecessary web browser analogy there at the end. The point totally did not need it. Furious Chinese models pretend they are homeless. The Daily Mail reports, when organizers of a motor show in Shanghai, where I'll be performing, on May 21st and 2nd, or 2nd and 3rd, but Friday, Saturday, is the Shanghai Comedy Club. When they... uh, organizing the the uh, famous motor show there, they decided this year to ban scantily clad models, hoping the event would be a far more tasteful affair. What they didn't expect was the models dressing up as beggars outside of the venue, protesting the decision because they've been put out of a job. The girls donned ripped dresses, short ones of course because they're models, and smeared dirt on their faces, but like it was hot looking dirt, before pretending to beg outside the shopping center in the My best attempt at pronouncing that. District on Sunday. They held cardboard signs reading, quote, We have to beg for our dinner now. They said the attention should be on the cars themselves, the organizers did. But the model said they spent a great deal of time and effort keeping in shape. One of their signs read, The things that my body has gone through have gone to waste. Well, you know, poor thing. Although, then again, do you really need to beg for a meal? If you're intentionally not trying to eat them, then maybe just, you know, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe not getting meals is your exact moving you want. I'm kidding. They should have jobs, but it should also be the car, show people's right to not have naked-ish people lying on top of their cars. I mean, it creates a smudge, something awful. So just keep that in mind. There was, of course, the tragic and terrible earthquake in Nepal this last week. An estimated 8 million people have been affected by the devastating 7.8 magnitude earthquake, leaving more than 4,000 people dead and 30,000 homeless, according to the UN. International relief has started to arrive, thank God. 1.4 million people, though, are still in need of food aid. And it's just a tragic thing. If you have a minute, text the word NEPAL to 20222 to donate $10 to earthquake relief in Nepal. Um, People need our help. And on a personal note, I actually lost a friend of mine in this earthquake. My buddy Dan Fredenberg, um he uh was a good dude. I got to know him because a friend of this podcast, Sophia Bush, um he is her ex-boyfriend and the I hung out with the two of them very many times and Dan was always truly one of the great guys, one of the truly like inspiring Cool, charismatic, funny, charming, good-looking—like so good-looking. Literally, like I've I tried to like stand up straight when I was around him, and hope that girls wouldn't find me, uh, you know, repulsive around his presence. He's a big executive at Google, working on privacy issues for them. Um, and he was always a extreme climber and risk taker, and wanted to live life on the edge. And um, he was climbing Mount Everest in Nepal when the earthquake hit. He was with a group of two other Google executives and some Sherpas, and he was the only one that did not make it. He sustained uh, an injury to his head, sadly, and did not make it. Um, And, you know, I was looking back at some posts he and I wrote each other on the social network path, where you just communicate with your friends about two years ago, and he had just climbed a huge mountain in Russia, and he asked us who wanted to join him to climb the biggest um, mountain in Antarctica. And he said he was serious, hashtag serious. And I wrote, I might be interested, but, like, I'm in terrible shape. I'm a fat man with with a pudgy stomach. How um much training do you have to have of this? And he said, it's not too serious. You just need to, quote, be willing to roll the dice, you know? And uh, I replied, I'm known to be a bit of a dice roller. But in actual fact, you know, I didn't roll the dice on that. And he's a man that wanted to breathe that fresh air that wanted to see vistas and sights that few humans will ever see. He'd actually climbed ever successfully once before. Um, And he was a real man's man. He was a real inspiring guy. He was a real, you know, dude that, um, you know, just lived life by his own terms. And um, it did not, uh, you know, obviously, you know, his life was taken too short and, Perhaps in the grand scheme, you know, I try to think to justify during sad times like this that maybe in the grand scheme of things, you know, we, in a universe that's billions of years old, in a cosmos that are trillions of years old, um, perhaps a life that ends in its 30s is not so much different than a life that ends in its 70s or 80s, but that really is just justifying, it's a tragic thing, and so trying to turn negative into a positive, um, Friends and family of Dan have started a CrowdRise uh, fundraiser page called CrowdRise.com slash Dan because Dan was not just climbing Everest for his own self. He was climbing it to benefit Orphan Gift, Um, ironically, a group that was helping two orphanages in Nepal. And now they need help more than ever. And the money that you donate to there will go directly to help the children of that orphanage and to rebuilding the orphanages and fixing the structures. Um, so if you can afford anything, I donated to that CrowdRise page myself. Go to, uh, to uh, com slash Celebrating Dan. Or once again, more generally the efforts, text Nepal to 20222 to donate $10 automatically added onto your phone bill to help the earthquake relief. And taking it, you know, for a minute back, you see how natural disasters can be insane. I read an article that this week, according to the U.S. Geological Service, Fracking here in the United States is increasing earthquakes, smaller ones thus far, thank God, here in the States. But man-made activities like fracking are triggering a sharp increase in earthquakes since 2009 in the central and eastern U.S., according to this new report. Um, and apparently the, by fracking, they're disposing wastewater, injecting it into deep wells. And in 17 areas, there are 17 areas within 8 states, Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, Kansas, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma... And Texas, Oklahoma's nickname is OK, as in OK Diane, and Texas with increased levels of man-induced seismicity, which I guess means seismic activity. They're smashing those two words together. But they're occurring at a higher rate than ever before these earthquakes and pose a much greater risk to people living nearby. Um, so obviously the opinion you should have here is, sound safe, let's keep doing it. it gets us cheaper oil. It gets us cheaper oil let's keep digging holes and, putting, and making earthquakes happen. Boy, we are just short-sighted sometimes. Our last story, before Twitter answers, coming at your ears right about now time. General Petraeus, sentenced to two years. Wait, just probation? What? Wisco TV reports, former four-star General David Petraeus was sentenced to two years probation and a fine of $100,000 on Thursday. That's it. For sharing classified information with Paula Broadwell's biographer and mistress, of course. He pled guilty to just one misdemeanor count of unauthorized removal and retention of eight black book binders during his time as general. That's just a misdemeanor. According to WBTV, Petraeus apologized for his actions in court, saying, quote, I'm honored and humbled by their words and support. I wanna apologize for the pain in my actions have caused. You're honored you shouldn't be honored when you're on trial for stealing classified secrets to give it to impress your, your bone buddy, all right? Um yet Edward Snowden Treasonous? People accuse him of treason and say that he should be uh, never allowed back in America or if he is allowed back here and hung or life in prison. Because he stole classified things to release them responsibly to journalists to then get them to the American public to make us aware of covert programs or watching our every move and surveilling us in a way the government didn't feel the need to tell us they were doing or put us to a vote or to a say of the public opinion. That somehow is treason, but a dude doing it just to get laid somehow is totally fine. You get a slap on the wrist, essentially. Edward Snowden has to suck Vladimir Putin's dick just for room and board over there in Russia. That's not a verified information, but I just you know you know what I'm saying. Let Snowden come home. He did us a service with his breach of classified info, Petraeus just in services to Paula Broadwell. And on that note, it is time to check in with the Glebe of extraordinary gentlemen, the friends with benefits, the Glebe Squad, the B Glebers and all of us. Make sure to hashtag your tweets, hashtag B Gleber, B-E-G-L-E-I-B-E-R-S B Glebers. Uh it's time Um, For Twitter Answers. It's Twitter Answers. I asked the brain trust, what memory from traveling sticks out in your head most, or right now? And Britton F. at Briton Frost said, when I was eight, got stuck in a bathroom in Denmark. And the door touched the floor, so I had to climb on top of the toilet paper to escape. I said, not just to chill there forever. Reminds me of when I was a young boy in the San Diego Zoo. And a kangaroo escaped, and I went up an uh, escalator, outdoor escalator, in the zoo and got to the top. And there was a kangaroo hopping towards me, and it fucking freaked me out incredibly because uh, they're incredibly freaky. I don't like animals that have erratic movements. Who does? I mean, just jumping at you left and right, boxing people down to the ground, all kangaroo pugilist style. And if I got punched in the face by a kangaroo and knocked back down escalator, as, as, as I was tumbling down, I'd be like, not okay, Diane. You get it. Peyton M. Forehead said, Disney World, but not as a S-B-M-V-P. What does that M-E-A-N, nobody K-N-O-W-S. Gnome Jumper at Gnome Jumper, doing 85 through Utah at 4 a.m. with a full moon. No one else on the road. And super high on trucker speed. Hashtag good times. Hashtag LWOE. Add the hashtag Big Libras, won't you? Uh, Trucker speed. I assume it's good shit. Um, Truckers are always hopped up. You guys know that? Hopped up on some kind of like -like, cocaine-like, meth-like speed you get at gas stations. And it keeps them going. They can drive across country in like two days or some shit. It's pretty bananas. They drive without stopping. They sleep for like two hours in the car and keep on moving. Not healthy. Not safe. But, you know, whatever. They got to do what they got to do. A girl got to do, well, a girl at Stabooste said, Motorcycled 600 miles to South France in brand new leathers. It rained all the way, 13 hours. The sun came out as I put the tent up. Realized while getting changed for the beach, I was dyed blue from the neck down. Hashtag odd looks from the locals. I bet they were odd looks from them locals. Because you were the blue man. You were the blue man group. And you lost your group. You were a solo blue man. You were a smurf without a home. Happens to the best of us. No, it doesn't. Uh, quick dates you know, need to know about. It. Reminder that Idiot Test, my brain teaser comedy game show, every single Wednesday night on the Game Show Network, 8 and 8.30. Please watch it. I work very hard on it. I produced it this year. I helped create the tests. Uh, it's funnier this year. This week, tonight, is a celebrity episode. Our only one we've ever done with... The Sklar Brothers, competing against Eliza Schlesinger and Russell Peters, one of the most famous comics on Earth. So check that out on GSN, gsntv.com for your local listings. Uh, Tonight, Hollywood Improv Comedy Juice Show, I'll be performing on that. Um, I just performed in Edmonton, I'll be in Wisconsin, University of Wisconsin, not sure which campus yet, May 15th. Shanghai, China, the Shanghai Comedy Club, May 21 through 23, I'll be posed as as an angry, hungry model outside of a car show. Denver Improv, May 29th through 30th, tickets at improv.com. Beginning of June at the Parlor Live Comedy Club in Seattle, Washington. Nebraska, I'll be at the Great American Comedy Festival, June 17th through 20th in Johnny Carson's hometown, my comedy hero. Salt Lake City, Utah, at Wise Guys Comedy Club, July 10th through 11th, Google it, get tickets. And performing at the Pemberton, British Columbia, the Pemberton Music Festival with every amazing musician on earth that's currently hot right now and comics like Tim and Eric and Eric Andre, and Chichen and Chong, and TJ Miller, and it's going to be fucking a blast. Get tickets to that if you can at all. I believe it's pembefest.com. Google it. Just Google things, guys. And I'll be back in Las Vegas at Harrah's in late July and in Sunnyvale, California, up north in California, October 9th through 11th at Rooster T. Feathers. And be sure to follow me on Periscope. I'm broadcasting live a lot of my life. I'm really enjoying it. Showing people a behind the scenes look at what some of the cool things I get to do look like. Um and of course tweeting and instagramming and Facebooking as always at youtube.com, slash BeGlebe. And on that note, without further much ado about nada, it is time to bring it down to the Thunder Round. You It's the thunder round everybody. I told you it was, and that's what happens when I tell you stuff. It just happens that way, and then it comes at you. Mystery artist paints penises around potholes. UK brain at UK Brain Trust. Chris Carter tells us from you know the British Bureau of this podcast in Liver Blackpool, rather, um, Great Britain. A man armed with a... An artist armed with a can of washable spray paint that lasts only two weeks in greater Manchester, England, embarked on a worthy crusade to rid the region of potholes by... Wait for it... drawing penises on them. The anonymous artist, who goes by the name Wanksy, wonder where he got that inspiration. Clever, though. Clever. Told the Manchester Evening News he decided to draw attention to the appalling pothole-ridden streets after some of his cyclist friends were badly injured on the roads. Quote, I want to attract attention to the pothole and make it memorable. Nothing seemed to do this better than a giant comedy phallus, I've referred to my penis as for years. Quote, it's also speedy. I don't want to be in the road for a long time. seems to become my signature. I just want to make people smile and draw attention to the problem. Great great plan. Great plan. They probably will fix the pothole quicker if there's penises drawn around it. Uh, You just got to hope that no children are ever outside when this is happening to see that. So that's great. It's a lovely move you're doing. Chernobyl Fox makes five-decker sandwich. What? That's right. In the town of Chernobyl, the uh, nuclear disaster riddled town, a skinny fox was walking around. Fox the animal, you know what I mean? Not the the biased network. Um, And a local TV crew came by and threw out the ingredients of a sandwich on the street. Instead of eating them one by one, eating the bread and eating the meat, this fox literally made it into a sandwich. He layered that shit together and then ate it all at once. With his mouth, he layered it together. I'm only reporting this story because clearly foxes are taking over and I want to get on their good side right now and say I support you and you've got my allegiance, uh, fox overlords. Uh, you, you, you got me bros. Um, a logger is still haunted by an alien abduction that happened to him when he was a lot younger. He was the inspiration of the movie Fire in the Sky. Tells his story. Basically the same old bullshit. He's in the backwoods with some friends. All of a sudden, this big light comes and they start running. And then he gets thrown into the air and he wakes up on a space shuttle. I mean, a a fucking alien bullshit. An alien ship, whatever it is. I'm not saying it's not possible, okay? But it's not. I mean, yes, it is. But come on, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Not okay, Diane. Maybe okay. Possibly. But he said, the quote that that was funny, he goes, quote, When I was first able to focus my eyes good enough, never have great grammar these alien abductees. When I was first able to focus my eyes good enough, I was still on the table. And as soon as I saw this face, I knew it wasn't human. I tried to hit it away from me. They were much smaller than me, and I think that's the reason they gave up. Once they found out they couldn't control me, they split. They got you on the fucking ship with alien fucking laser beams. They can't control you? It's just a crack in your story, bro-homie. I like the term bro-homie. That could be a fun new new thing for us to explore. in our last story. We do have to explore. We could, bro, and Baker. We can go back to the old classics, too. Our last story, in this last week on Earth. A California burglar was sidetracked by tater tots, who wouldn't be, really. Police say a would-be burglar got sidetracked by snacks and a comfy place to snooze. Eating up some tater tots and taking a nap on the sofa of the house he broke into, the San Fran Chronicle reports, a homeowner in Petaluma went downstairs to find the man asleep on her sofa. Tater tots and a nap. She rushed to her bedroom, called the cops, and ran out the front door. Woke up the man in the process who fled out the back. They spotted him on the next street and tried to handcuff him. Used a stun gun on him twice when he resisted. Police say he wasn't injured. And apparently hard to arrest because he was so well rested and energized because of, of that carb, carb upload he just did. Um. Listen, if I was going to rob a place and I saw delicious tater tots sitting there on the countertop. I'm not saying I'd be able to avoid them. I'm simply saying, if you do eat them, and then get in a post top you know, stupor, and you got to close your eyes, you wake up in jail having been tased. That's up to you. You make life choices. And when the judge asks you how you plea, you look that judge right in the eyes, and you say, okay, Diane, until last week, next week, this has most definitely been Last Week on Earth. Buy this song on iTunes. Brittany, take it away.
2: I used to think I had the answers to everything And now I know that life doesn't know.